Meantime, NATO on Facebook, people mm. are leaving some pretty good comments about the state of this wicket in Wellington. Yeah, um, getting your entries in. We've got a $50 BP voucher is how we're going to do it. So we're playing a, a looks, that pitch looks like game. Uh, the Westpac Stadium, there was a, a picture taken by Ian Ward and it, it uh, was put on Twitter last night and caused quite a stir. Uh, and this basically, it, it looks kind of horrible. So go on our Facebook page, Radio Sport Breakfast with Kent Nathan and Mark and write down what that pitch looks like. This pitch looks like... Is what I'm after here, and we've got quite a few entries of it. Also getting some in on the text line uh, as well. I think the current leader is it looks like Steve Carell's chest in the 40-year-old virgin. And it mm. is. It looks like um, it is the pitch, but there's just a large, there's quite a bit with grass, and then there's a big, large rectangle, but it doesn't go the whole way across the pitch, which is just the, the clay. So maybe they're going to have to mow that right down, I guess. I don't know how you do this. You can spray it with some Roundup last well, night. The photo was taken at around, I think, 6.30 or 7 o'clock last night, which means they've essentially got 24 hours oh. to try and fix things up. Uh, 7.10 Radio Sport. Radio Sport Breakfast. And that is because, of course, tonight from 7 in Wellington, the Black Caps host England in the T20 Tri-Series game. Our cricket coverage with Razine, New Zealand's most trusted paint brand. Uh, of course, Brian Waddle, Jeremy Coney and our commentary team from Seven. Uh, joining us now though on the programme, a visitor to New Zealand. He's doing uh, some cricket commentary these days and of course as a former England wicketkeeper. Uh, recently played for England in 2016, James Taylor. Hey James, nice of you to call into the programme. How are you doing? Hi guys, I'm good. Thank you. It's early morning here but I'm, I'm all good. Hey, have you, I don't suppose you've seen a photo of the wicket by any chance, have you? I have. I've just got it in front of me here. It looks a disgrace, doesn't it? It's the ugliest international wicket I've ever seen. Um, so I'm intrigued to see how it plays. How do you think they're going to rescue that? My theory is they might just have to cut it right down to the clay. Yeah, how, how would you think a rescue would be done? Yeah, I think it, it's pretty hard to rescue an ugly wicket like that. Um, I, I'm guessing they're just going to have to leave it or, like you say, shave it down as much as they can to make it look as even as possible, but I'm intrigued. I, um, I saw they were spraying it with something yesterday. Um, I'm really not sure how it's going to play at all. I've never seen anything like this in international cricket. Can you take your best guess, if they have to take all of that grass off to make it look uniform, how would we expect it to play? Uh, I, imagine, I imagine it to be exceptionally slow. I'm just trying to work out what has happened to it, whether, <laughs> whether it's um, had an enormous amount of rain on it, or they've covered it in shavings, like grass cuttings. Um, I really don't have a clue what's happened to it. Yeah, it almost looks like they've accidentally left a tarpaulin over a bit of it while they've left it out, you know what I mean, out in the grow bit out the back, and then go, yeah. whoops, oh, pull that out. Pulled all the grass or something. Yeah, it looks like it, we've, we've, we're playing a looks like game this morning with our audience, and. Uh, uh, another one, it looks like where the dog constantly wheezes on the lawn. There you go. That's another bit of what it looks like there as well. That's, so. That's probably the best one I've heard. <laughs> hey, mate. Um, okay, so we'll get away from the pitch. They're going to have to sort that out, and we'll, we'll figure out today what they're going to do with that. I heard, that, I heard last night, as I was watching the news, and as a New Zealander, I went, oh, damn, because Kane Williamson is in doubt uh, with a back injury. If Kane's not there for New Zealand, what percentage more confident does that make you that England can win? Um. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's obviously one of the world's best batsmen, and he's um, a good captain. He's um, one of India's, sorry, New Zealand's main players, and he adds so much control um, and experience to the New Zealand lineup. Um, 
and obviously, like I said, their, their main player. So, yeah, it certainly gives England a lot of confidence, and England need that at the moment. They're not playing the best cricket at the moment in this format. They're obviously exceptional in the ODIs in Australia, but as of the T20s, they've been pretty poor so far in this Tri-Series. Yeah, beaten twice by Australia, so these are important games against New Zealand, James. What has been the major difference between their form and why do you think they were so good in the one days but not necessarily the T20s? I think uh, a number number of personnel changes, obviously. Root is not here, Stokes, uh, Moen Ali, there's a number of guys, uh, Chris Wokes, a number of guys that aren't in the squad um, in this T20 series that were in the ODI series. And I think a lot of credit has to go to the way Australia played. Glenn Maxwell's come in and has been outstanding, obviously. The big show loves the attention. He's a massive X-factor player. And he's been uh, quite brilliant. So as four of England have been, Australia has been quite outstanding as well. well it's not a must-win game for England, but you would imagine if the Black Caps win tonight, they're facing an uphill battle at this point. So would you expect England to make any changes to their 11 from what we saw in Australia? Um, yeah, it's interesting. I was going to say um, Mark would come back in for the left arm and Liam Dawson, but having said that, looking at this surface, you never know what the pitch is going to do. It might take a little bit of turn um, with that patch of dead grass almost. Um, but I think England loves to be consistent with their selection, so it might um, give another opportunity to this 11 that, that performed um, so poorly the other night, and they need that 11 to bail them out um, as soon as possible. So they, I assume... Mark Wood might come back into the side, the, the lightning-fast Mark Wood, uh, the X-Factor bowler. Um, he might pop in for the likes of Liam Dawson, um, but I imagine England like to keep it consistent, so they might go with a similar 11. James Taylor with us on Radio Sport, former England wicketkeeper, BBC commentator. Now, James, there's been a lot of discussion in the last few days here in New Zealand about how much cricket the captain, Kane Williamson, should be playing. How has England managed the workload of the captain, Joe Root? Yeah, that's, that's true. The, the guys in the international schedule at the moment is absolutely manic. All the, uh, all the players that play three formats, um, it's a real struggle to juggle how much cricket they played. Obviously, Joe Root is missing this T20 series. Um, and especially with the IPL coming up, that is um, it's so difficult to, for uh, the international bodies to kind of um, juggle the amount of workload players are playing. Um, and Joe Root's obviously going to play the IPL. Oh, sorry, he hasn't been picked up for the IPL, but he's been rested for this. Um, but Kane Williamson has been um, in the IPL. So, it's, it's really intriguing. So, 2020 series, especially international series, is the opportune time for um, international players to rest. And this little back niggle that Kane Williamson might have might be a good opportunity for him to have a little bit of rest because they are so busy with their schedule. And with guys playing ODI, T20s, and in uh, test cricket, it's a serious workload, especially juggling the captaincy on top of that. Um, so it's not easy for these guys to have a rest. No, it, it is. It's really difficult. I mean, you, you went through it yourself. You lived that life. And it seems like uh, it's never not cricket season. You know, like there's always cricket on the news, whether they're, you know, for us here in New Zealand, whether it's, you know, November through to the end of April, and then all of a sudden they're overseas playing and, and, and that as well. 
do you think that there might come a time soonish where the players, and like I said, you lived it, actually say, can we have a can we have a window where we're not playing? Yeah, exactly. But whenever that window uh, is available, when there's not international cricket, these players want to play domestic cricket because yes, they want to gain experience. Yes, they want to play all around the world in these different com- uh, competitions. But for me. It's through the money. There is so much money these days up for grabs, like the IPL and these domestic tournaments like the CPL, the PSL, um, and this new domestic competition going on in England in a couple of years. Players from all around the world are wanting to go to play in these domestic comps. Yes, to go to these foreign countries and experience different cricket in different conditions, but the money is so hard to turn down these days um, that people have really got to juggle their calendars extremely well. Hey, look, thanks very much getting, uh, for getting up for us, James. Really appreciate your time on Radio Sport and enjoy the rest of your time in New Zealand. Hope the game goes well tonight on the BBC. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me.